0: Hey, everyone. It's been a 007 back with another 10-minute movie review. And today I'm talking about The Equalizer 3, the third and final part of Antoine Fuqua's action franchise starring Denzel Washington as Robert McCall, a retired special ops agent with brutal, efficient and violent killing skills who is now working as a vigilante equalizing injustice. When I walked into the cinema for this film, I was expecting another does-what-it-says-on-the-tin vigilante film along the lines of the first and second parts of this franchise. For me, number two was just very efficient, very cool, but nothing particularly special. And I think that's because I wasn't really invested in the wrong that Robert McCall was equalising because the bad guys were just pretty faceless traitors who were being picked off one at a time. Although it is interesting to see how a particular actor has since come to fame. The Equaliser 3, on the face of it, has a fairly similar plot, although a different location. The entire film is set in southern Italy in Sicily, in Naples, with a small part in Rome. And the plot seems simple. In the course of equalizing a wrong in a Sicilian mafia cell, Robert McCall stumbles upon an operation to import ISIS-manufactured hard drugs, and the mafia are buying these from Syria, and the money that they're paying is being used to fund terrorist attacks in Europe. So McCall calls that operation in to the CIA and an operative called Emma Collins, played by Dakota Fanning. And she brings in the Americans to investigate that big, larger crime. But really, the heart and soul of this film, and indeed of Robert McCall, if we want to get pretentious about it, is in the small town of Altamonte, where he is recuperating from a bullet wound. He's been taken in by a very kindly doctor called Dr. Enzo, who is used to preparing people, no questions asked. And this is a beautiful but poor small town where everyone knows each other. You know, there's a local fishmonger, a local cafe, a church. It's very typical of a town in southern Italy that lives under the fear of organised crime. And I think what makes this film so special and so different from the earlier parts of the franchise is, is how slowly and patiently it explains to us the wages of this oppression on ordinary people. You know, most Mafia films show us the glamour at the top, you know, if it's Goodfellas or The Godfather. And even if they're in Italy, series like Gomorrah really are showing a systemic evil, but it's still kind of quite impersonal. Whereas this film just makes us fall in love with this small town and the people in it, in exactly the same way that Robert falls in love with this small town and then shows us that the small and large injustices that they face, it really embeds us in the stakes of this film and emotionally compels us to want this man who seemingly has retired and is injured and is old um, to, to try and equalize the wrongs. I really love the fact that Antoine Fuqua as a director and Denzel Washington as an actor do not shy away from the fact that Robert is old now and takes a while to recover. You know, this isn't a Mission Impossible film where Tom Cruise seemingly never ages or Harrison Ford Indiana Jones film where we use CGI to de-age for the action sequences. The action sequences in this film are used sparingly. There are basically two very well choreographed and really sinister set pieces in this film. But they feel plausible. You know, McCall is impressive. He is skillful. He is brutal. There is real violence. But it all feels like something that a man of his age could do. And I love that because it roots us in a realism and a grittiness that really serves the emotional part of this film well. I also love the way in which Fuqua chooses to embrace the fact that this film is set in Italy. At some point, I thought, well, what's going to happen here with language? Are we going to flip kind of into English at some point? But no, I think over half of the dialogue in this film is is in Italian, which is fantastic and true to life. And once again, embeds us in the daily life of the, the town that we're trying to save. I do, however, wonder if people going in to watch this film, having enjoyed parts one and two, are going to be put off by the level of the subtitles and whether that's going to affect its commercial success. I really hope not, because I think this is so superior in every way to the prior two installments. The other thing that may affect its commercial chances is the fact that it really patiently takes its time to establish place and relationships and physical and emotional recovery on the part of Robert McCall. It's a film that has the confidence to take its time And the payoff is all in the final act, because at that point, we are so embedded in this town that the stakes feel really high. But again, you know, it's a good hour before the CIA turn up. And even then, they're very lightly used. After that initial action set piece, it's about two thirds of the way through the film before we really see Denzel Washington's character kind of become the equaliser and take on that role. And there's a real tension in watching this seemingly old guy shuffle around with a walking stick in his village kind of us wanting him to, edging him on to come back to that role, but also recognising that he is wrestling with his conscience and that he's trying to hold back from it. So really for the, the writer, Robert Richard Venk, director Antoine Fuqua, there is such discipline and such suspense built from walking that tightrope. I think this is really something special. And I also really want to call out cinematographer Robbie Richardson, for the way he shoots the town. Actually, I mean, the whole cinematography, the framing, the colour palette choice, everything is really great. Because although Altamonte is beautiful, it isn't shot like a holiday postcard. There's no cliché. You really feel the poverty, the way in which the Mafia have drained this town of its wealth. You feel the centuries of architecture crumbling as you see Denzel trying to shuffle up these steps with his walking stick. It's it's not shying away from the reality of small town life in southern Italy. And I think that's to be commended. So I'm kind of blown away by how impressed I was by The Equalizer 3. Whether or not you liked or didn't like the first two episodes in the franchise, I think you can watch this one as a standalone. Um, And I would really highly recommend it. It, It's kind of a shame to me that this is the last one, although it's a beautiful ending point, um, because I really feel this is where Antoine Fuqua and Denzel are coming together with a very strong and confident vision of what they want to achieve with these films. So a surprisingly good entrant to the action genre of the summer. The Equalizer 3 is rated R and has a running time of 109 minutes. It's on global release as of yesterday. I'm really fascinated to see what you'll think of it. You can read full written reviews at bina007.com. And whatever you watch this weekend, I hope you have a blast. Thank you for listening.